You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The T-Biz Podcast delivers T-News that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. Think of us as a digital caravan of storytellers bringing authentic, authoritative, exotic, and exclusive stories to you weekly from the tea lands. Each week, the Tea Biz podcast summarizes news with the greatest impact on the tea industry. But tea requires far more nuanced coverage than the recitation of production volumes and commodity prices. That is why the Tea Biz podcast is paired with the more inclusive Tea Biz blog and Tea Journey magazine. The podcast offers a weekly mix of news and features. It is innovative and interactive, permitting listeners to conveniently contact reporters at Origin to ask questions that are answered via text messages that are delivered privately to their phone. Welcome. Here are the headlines. India High Court reverses Assam tea worker wage increase, and Kenyan presidential order to conduct tea factory elections is suspended. And a study finds that growers are adapting to climate change. More in a moment, but first, this important message. Avani empowers rural women practicing sustainable agriculture, including tea and crafts, such as weaving with natural fiber and plant-based dyes. Up in the towering Himalayas, Kuman is one of India's oldest tea regions. Today, we raise our cups in the name of Avani Kuman a nonprofit dedicated to strengthening farming communities. Cheers to a brighter future for all. To donate, visit avani-kuman.org. A 50 rupee per day wage increase for Assam tea workers announced in February was halted by the state court on behalf of 17 tea companies and the Indian Tea Association. ITA filed the motion citing the state's failure to properly examine financial and other impacts via subcommittee. On March 16th, the Guwahati court ruled that garden managers are at liberty to pay the interim wage hike, but it is not mandatory pending further review. The decision means tea estates can continue to pay workers a minimum of 167 rupees a day about $2.30 U.S. Business Insight In the hotly contested Assam state elections, 
India's National Congress Party promised to more than double the daily wage to 365 rupees, about $5 U.S. The ruling BJP promises to increase tea wages to 351 rupees per day. A court ruling is scheduled for April 23rd, two weeks after polling closes for the April elections. Elections naming the boards of directors of 54 tea factories supporting 640,000 small farms were suspended this week by a Nairobi court that overruled a presidential executive order. The Kenya Tea Development Agency, KTDA, and reformists seeking to enforce the Tea Act are competing for the board's seats. President Iruhu Kenyatta, pressing for reforms, ordered the elections to proceed on March 12th. KTDA responded by filing a motion to stop the elections. The Tea Act, signed in December, reestablishes the Tea Board of Kenya with orders to streamline the sector. Once the legal disputes are resolved, the board will be in charge of running Kenya's tea factories, a change KTDA opposes. Business Inside Farmers in six factory districts have already cast ballots ousting KTDA incumbents and naming new directors as authorized under the Tea Act. Four other factories have scheduled elections March 31st. President Kenyatta sought to conclude factory elections within 60 days, a timetable upended by the court. Adapting to Climate Change A new study by researchers at the Toklai Tea Research Center recommends motivational campaigns, demonstrations, training, and extension work to encourage growers large and small to adapt to climate change. Three-quarters of tea farm respondents reported a decline in productivity, while 12% were uncertain. Only 9.6% believed that tea production was not vulnerable to climate change. Rainwater harvesting and irrigation are common adaptations. Others include mulching to conserve soil moisture, reduce surface runoff and soil erosion while lowering soil temperature. Reforestation, wildlife preservation, and the construction of wind barriers are also named. Quote, there is increasing evidence that climate change will strongly affect tea cultivation, end quote, concludes the study of growers in Assam, the world's top tea-producing region. India's Konor tea auction recorded the lowest volume offer of the year due to recent frost. Here is this week's tea report. The focus is still on the south this week. Sale 11 in Kochi saw more upcountry buyers. The average price realization for orthodox Nilgiri leaf tea stood at a healthy 163 rupees. Kunur saw average prices go up by about 1 rupee, which has already discouraged buyers. About 30% of the tea on offer remained unsold. Orthodox green and black tea continues to do well, earning between 200 and 300 rupees per kilo with one broken pico grade black tea from Pinewood Estate crossing the 300 rupee mark. There was no sale in North Indian auctions. Q-Trade Teas works with tea purveyors at every scale. 
From promising startups to the world's largest multinational beverage brands in the hot, iced, and bottled tea segments. With U.S.-based formulation, blending, and packaging services, Q-Trade can help you innovate, scale up, and grow your specialty tea brand. For more information, visit our website, QTradeTeas.com. This week, T-Biz discusses a retail-inspired tea education club that delves deeply in the geeky aspects of terroir, horticultural practices, and processing during rare tea cupping sessions at home. And we travel to London to weigh the marketing value of third-party certifications against authentic boots-on-the-ground community involvement tailored to local needs. In principle, tea certification programs have positive impacts, but in practice, results are highly location-specific and mixed. Farm gate prices generally rise along with gross income, but so do costs that are borne by farmers in about 60% of certification programs. An imperative for marketers seeking to export tea, tea certifications soothe the conscience of retailers and consumers, but do they address the needs and interest of tea workers in the communities in which they reside? Third-party certification offers more than just a marketing label. It offers soil conservation to plant diversity. This is Dhananjah Silva from PM David Silver & Sons, sitting down with Udena Vikramasurya, the founder of Kale Tea in Sri Lanka, to talk about the challenges facing small producers of premium quality tea and how buyers can trust small producers producing without certification. Third-party certification is popular with EU consumers and elsewhere. How do you earn trust of buyers without an organic certificate? I think it's a tough one because everyone's used to certification and certification is the easy way to prove, you know, you're organic. It's how we communicate our authenticity, the, the authenticity of our story. If you look at Qatar, if you look at all of us artists and tea makers, we are on ground. We live here. Uh, at least 20 days of a month, and we tell our stories from here. If you look for one word, it's authenticity, and it's authenticity of our story and how we communicate the authenticity of our story. Certification is more than a marketing label. It assures soil and water conservation, it limits deforestation, and increases plant diversity. What steps does Calais take as good stewards of the land? The first thing is being on ground. And number two, there's a lot of documentation control one can, one can do. Uh, for example, every invoice that we pay out, I sign off and I know what comes in and what doesn't. So if you stop stuff coming into the land, that's one way of control. First is creating the forest ecosystem. Two is building the soil. And three is, three is having documentation and physical input material control to ensure that what shouldn't come into the site doesn't come. Udena, what are the most pressing challenges facing small producers of premium quality tea? The very, very first is marketing. Uh, how do we get our teas out there? So marketing is the biggest, uh, the, the, the key issue that stops good, good Sri Ceylon artists and tea products reaching the market and reaching the consumer. The second is how we change the mindset of everyone around us to say the ecosystem is critical and good leaf is critical because good quality tea is made on, 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 on the soil in the land. 
and how do you how do you really manage your bushes? How do you uh, pluck good leaf? Uh, is this a second second key aspect? So the first is marketing, getting our product out, and the second is how we how we source how how we grow and source good quality raw material, i.e., tea leaves. New York's Tea Drunk Tea House is normally bustling with tea lovers gathered to sip and learn. Since opening in 2013, founder and first-generation immigrant Shannon Tang, an accomplished speaker and educator, taught by example, telling stories of her annual buying trips while pouring tea for customers. Last March, Tang, who normally spends three months a year with heritage growers in China, was grounded. Worse yet, her thriving business was locked down. Shannon. What inspired you to create the Online Educational Tea Club, a $50 per month subscription service that delivers tea samples to homebound tea lovers? When the pandemic hit, it was mandatory close down, so we couldn't really share tea with our guests anymore in person. There was this need to somehow stay connected with our guests and offer tea lovers this kind of tasting experience because like you mentioned earlier tea is a shared experience we always had an educational tea club but before what we did was that we sent people extensive writings on the teas since the onset of the pandemic tea retailers have created many virtual tea experiences how does your program differ from their other online courses Everybody was, you know, trying to create content virtually, decided to create these uh, tea cards that bring a lot of the essential information about the origin, the cultivar, and also the processing of the tea. We supplement that with two virtual tastings that we host each month. So our tea club actually has two tiers, the true origin Chinese tea. So these are historically famous teas. And then we also have a higher tier. That's, those are the ones that a lot of teas are to be had the once in a lifetime. They represent some amazing vintages. You described a growing level of consumer awareness and appreciation for heritage tea and interest in what you call geeky aspects of cultivation and production of ancient teas. The core competence of Tea Drunk as a company is our tea. We don't do just any tea. Gimmicky terms such as like fair trade, uh, even organic and uh, single origin, these terms don't really apply to the tea industry. We specialize in historical and historically famous tea. Why? We have a long history of drinking tea. But what that means is that there is so much that we already know about tea that has been highly sought after by generations of connoisseurs. What we are experiencing is in connection with what the past connoisseurs have kind of passed down to us. When I talk about where the tea comes from, I don't mean something Say, I drink Chinese tea versus, say, Japanese tea. Uh, or uh, we'll say, oh, I like teas from Yunnan. So Tawar is only part of what we always uh, talk about in depth with our um, members. So basically all the external environment that might affect the tea tree itself. 
from the slope or the direction of the sun, the different temperature differences, how the sunlight are actually dispersed. There's so many different things, a whole checklist of things, all the external things that kind of affect the tea tree itself. Intrigued by what you heard in today's podcast? Would you like to learn more from our global network of tea biz journalists and tea experts? Contact them direct through Subtext, a private message-based platform. Avoid the chaos of social media and start a conversation that matters. Subtext's message-based platform lets you privately ask meaningful questions of the tea experts, academics, and tea biz journalists reporting from the tea lands. You see their responses via SMS texts, which are sent direct to your phone. Visit our website and subscribe to Subtext to instantly connect with the most connected people in tea. Remember to visit the T-Biz website for more comprehensive coverage. That's www.t-bizbiz.com. Thanks for listening. Farewell till next week. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.